and one. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Casey's Work Life and Balance Fundas. We are traveling across the globe, and this time we will be visiting UK. We have uh, a great friend of ours who moved into UK 20 plus years back, had a fabulous career behind him, but also has enough life experience to share with us uh, in terms of what excites him. So Sunil Munsif, welcome to this show. Thank you very much for doing this. Thank you, Kishore, and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I have seen some of your previous episodes, and I, I guess it's an exciting new thing that we started. I think it's lots of young people out there will genuinely benefit from the work that you're doing. That we are going to do together. It's not only one way, right? <laughs> But it's your initiative, right? So we're also putting Pleasure to have you on this show. So Sunil's background is he's Vice President at Atos Sintel, responsible for larger geography as a director of sales. He will explain what, what uh, he's doing in his normal day life. Uh, so Sunil, let's come to the point where we are talking about uh, work-life balance in different geographies and everybody has a different perspective how important it is in the change dynamics of working from home, pandemic effect. So maybe a few words from you on that side will help uh, people to understand. Yeah, thank you, Kishore. Kishore, if I just talk about the second pandemic, uh, second wave of the pandemic, which is also too recent, unlike in India, we have had a lockdown that started in December of last year. And uh, there were lots of people who were hoping to have Christmas and Christmas was cancelled. Mm -hmm. And we have had a fairly severe lockdown because other than going out for groceries or going for some exercise, you could not go to a, uh, you know, a pub, you couldn't go to a coffee shop. Uh, everything was locked down and it's only in the last few weeks that things have started coming back up. And uh, it was very important for us to ensure that, you know, we maintain that work-life balance. Uh, Sometimes we make the mistake of assuming that, uh, you know, since everyone's got nothing else to do, you can talk to them uh, about work at all the times. And I genuinely made, a, made an attempt to change that. So I would sign up, uh, um, sign out um, uh, twice in the week at six in, uh, on the dot. And I would dial into a Zoom call to do circuit training, a combination of uh, CV apps and weight training using uh, uh, a TheraBand, uh, and uh, we we were uh, uh, you know I've also now started doing yoga. So Wednesday morning six o'clock I do yoga, and then Sunday I go for a run. So it's basically trying to ensure that there's something that you look forward to other than work, because otherwise you get up and work is waiting for you. And we're a global world now. We're a global village. And uh, somewhere someone has something that has to do with your role and with your work. And, you know, a lot of what I do is working with India. So I would wake up and India has already put in half a, half a day and there was work for me to pick up. And I, I had to genuinely try and tell myself that, look, I will be true to myself. I will be genuine and I will be sincere. But I must ensure that work doesn't become all too consuming. True, very true. It's a very important point that you brought up in terms of having a disciplined way of looking the health part during this uh, pandemic period as well. Very important. Also, you talked about prioritizing your me time, which is also very vital. Okay? So Absolutely. apart from that, uh, let's talk about uh, your life journey, Sunil, because uh, moving to a third country is not a third world country. It's a very dynamic country, I should say. 
But moving into a newer horizon, so to say, chasing your dreams, how did you prioritize your life? I think the listeners would be very happy to understand because everybody has a, a passion or a dream to go on site. So what does that mean? Um, I think it's a fantastic exposure that I've had. As you mentioned, I moved here more than 20 years ago, and it's been a fantastic journey of self-discovery first, and then, of course, discovering the world. Um, self-discovery, of course, to ensure that you know what you stand for and what your value systems are and what you you know would be known for, okay. but also working across cultures because you know, coming from India, where we have a very different concept of time, just to give you an example, you know, here, when you work with the British or people in Europe, uh, they are very, very finicky about time. And if they say that, you know, they will commit to a meeting at eight in the morning, you should would expect them to be there at eight o'clock. And they expect you to finish on time as well, because they've got commitments elsewhere. Right. And, you know, it's those kind of things that you pick up and say, this is something that we've got to learn. And we've got to be seen as the people who can be trusted. Right. So one of the big things that I tried to do in my career was to be seen as somebody who could be trusted. Um, you know, you are your word. That is a kind of mantra that I have adopted. Okay. Uh, if I say something, I want to live to that word. And if I have a problem, I will be the first one to raise my hand and say, I have a problem. I need help. So I think that has helped me, and it's been, it's it's something that I'm sure a lot of people will also have heard of and benefited from. True, true. Very important to respect somebody else's time. You know, I think that's something that uh, we learned the hard way. But yes, that's that's the way the world is, and I think that's where the 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 value of life comes very handy. They respect their life uh, slightly higher than typically what we see in India. So maybe some you can share some of that experiences. What you have. I, I think um, it, it's absolutely true. You know, they value their lives, they value their time, they value each other as much. So their way of saying that I respect you is, you know, when when they keep their word, they turn up on time, they you know work collectively as a team. And when they are in the meeting, they are in the meeting. Telephones are switched off. People tend not to be distracted by you know other things happening around them, and you've got them for that full you know hundred percent. And I think that that's where you start thinking about this whole you know concept of um, the importance of life because they want to be able to get things done within that you know limited amount of time that they want to devote for work, so that they can go back to life because. You know, they have their hobbies, they have their likes, and they would like to ensure that they keep enough time to be able to dedicate themselves to that as well. So I think work-life balance is what the Western world genuinely teaches you in big measure. Excellent. So I think probably now you are already a local citizen there. You carry that passport also. Red, red passport. And, yeah. <laughs> but I do have an OCI card. I, am, I very proudly carry my dual nationality. Uh, diluted dual nationality, but it is still my, you know, oh, I think it's very linked important. with India. So, so that also allows you to uh, really pursue your other hobbies. I mean, you talked about traveling across Europe and seeing multiple places. Let's let's understand uh, how that has helped you also on your work side. So, first, let's understand what hobbies. I mean, I know your wife also is working, but going together, finding different culture places would be a good thing to understand from the listeners' point of view. 
I think that's been one of the biggest uh, pluses of having had this wonderful opportunity to come and live abroad. Uh, we live in the UK, and UK, of course, you know, is a very small island in the middle of the Atlantic. But it is literally, you know, two hours from any destination within Europe. So whether you think about Austria, whether you think about Bavaria and Germany, you think about uh, Iceland, you think about uh, 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 France or Spain or Italy, we've had amazing times being able to just, you know, take short flights and be able to soak in the culture. We've tried to... Um, you know, go to Italy at uh, Christmas to see how things are at the Vatican, you know, experience it all. Perhaps stay away from the madding crowds, uh, but, you know, see how, you know, people are so devoted to the whole uh, Roman Catholic Church. And it, it's a, it's a, an amazing way to see how other people live their lives. But, um, you know, when, when you have the ability to unwind and then come back, your batteries are so fully recharged that you are willing to go the extra mile and, you know, put in more than that 120% uh, to make the most of your working life as well. So I think, again, it comes back to that point that we made about work-life balance and you experience that across cultures and uh, you come back richer. Absolutely. I think that, that also brings us back to the focus area on the work side because you have been a brand ambassador for a lot of IT companies in terms of... Uh, their journey for offshoring, because uh, that was such a big phase and the transformational side. Maybe some point of view or how you plan your work that would help the listeners as well. Um, I, I guess um, uh, the, the, the thing that I have always genuinely tried to do is um, to be um, able to respect people, to be able to respect uh, uh, you know, what they do, um, I've also been true to my values, and I think that that is a key part of what I'm trying to do. You know, be, you start with your own value system, you remain true to your value system, and then you work on what what you are trying to deliver deliver here. Um, the the one thing that uh, I, I genuinely want to emphasize is, you know, the point that I made earlier about. Uh, being seen as somebody that uh, can deliver. And it's not just, you know, delivering at the end of a quarter or a half. You have to be seen as somebody who can be uh, uh, respected and given a task knowing, you know, people knowing fully well that you will deliver, that you will deliver every time. And, uh, you know, it's almost like giving them that ease of um, mind that this is a man that we can trust. And, I think we, we hear about this every so often. People like to do business with people they trust. And that's true for colleagues. That's true for customers as well. You know, and in our industry where, you know, the difference between suppliers is so marginal. You know, most of us have the same kind of large uh, delivery days in India. You know, delivering from the same gene pool that we've got of software eng engineers. What is it that differentiates you? And my way of differentiating my offer is... I start with building trust with my customer. You know, I, you know, it starts with those small things, but being able to then build up and be able to seen, be seen as somebody who is equally concerned about what keeps them awake. I think it's these kind of things that allows me to then have that kind of a trusted relationship. I think the word trust has been overused. Yeah. My I think it's a very important word, especially when, when uh, offshoring is such a game. And unless you build that trust, you really can't ensure that the delivery commitments are honored. 
And you also touched upon a very important point in terms of uh, creating the value in the mind of customers. That means you start uh, climbing up the ladder gradually. Don't try to hog the limelight as a flamboyance. It's a sl slow process, but you build the trust and then create the value in the mind of customer, living their dreams, living their pain points as well. Yeah, and I think it's always a team. It's always a team that succeeds, you know, irrespective of who, how good the leader is. You have, you're as good as your team. So that teamwork can only be brought about when people in your team trust you to do the right thing for you, for the customer, for the company. You know, so that 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 is, again, something that uh, uh, has genuinely helped me in my career, being able to, have you know built good teams be seen as you know people who work together and play together as well and uh, who win together fantastic i think uh, at some point in time you did talk about uh, uh, not changing your accent i mean i realized that i've been we have been talking for longer durations as well but that accent has never come into you so what's the secret I think the the I, I had like I think the, I spoke about my value system. I was genuine. I said, "This is who I am. This is what you get when you work with me." And uh, my customers need me to be somebody who could be understood. Do I communicate well enough? Do I communicate both in the written and the spoken word? And my Indian accent is perfectly acceptable to them. So why do I change my values? Because this is who I am. This is what I grew up as. Excellent. That's, so, uh, that's what I wanted to hear. It's, it's so important for listeners to understand that just because you go on short, you don't have to change everything and shed away your value system because every individual has got their own values. And a lot of people do respect what we bring to the table from India, which is a great thing. So Sunil, we are in the 14th minute. This is a 15 minute show. Your experience has been phenomenal. If you want to leave something unique from your side to the listeners that can help them build their careers and stay inspired, what, what will that be? So Kishore, the one thing that I've never shied away from is opportunity. I have never, you know, if something has come along which is change, I have been happy to embrace it, whether it was moving to the UK uh, 23 years ago and you know, it was a big cultural shift for me uh, or whether it is taking on different roles, getting into things that I've never done before, knowing fully well that, you know, as long as I was able to step up, I would get people to also push me further up and get me to learn things that I did not know. So I think it's the whole, you know, uh, uh, embrace change kind of an agenda. And I think there's a poem that I've quoted to you in our previous conversations, which is a poem by Robert Frost. And it, it, you know, the last few lines are something that I will quote here. He says that two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and then, and that has genuinely made a difference. You know, so it is taking the road less traveled by. That that is something that I would recommend to people. Be ready to, you know, jump off something that you're happy doing because something out there might be more exciting eventually. Excellent. Good summarization of your entire journey. 15 minutes is too short, I do understand. But podcast is something people enjoy in short short spurts. We'll get more time to chat on a few more things. Sunil, thank you so much for joining the show. I appreciate your time and your benefit of uh, your experiences as well. 
Anytime, Kishore. It's been a pleasure being on the show, and I wish you many successes. Thank you. Cheers, man.